Hey, good morning, everyone, and thanks for being with us and for uh, just uh, taking time to celebrate the, the things that God is doing in our lives throughout the week. And, you know, Sunday for us is really like the celebration of many of those things. And uh, if you're new to the 180 or maybe just watching us for the first few times, the person on the screen with me here might be a, a new guest. Uh, but this is uh, Nicola, Nick, you know, and uh, many of us have a nickname for him. We call him Nico. And uh, Nick's been like with us, at, you know, a church, the 180, almost since the 180 started, like a few months after that. And, you know, today, Nick is going to share with us uh, some uh, just snapshots of some beautiful ways that God has been really kind of awakening in him. I guess, Nick, I could say it this way, but you'll say it in a few minutes in, in the way you want to say it. Like awakening in him a sense that something bigger was happening in his life than he first thought when he first came to the 180. So like for people who kind of just need a bit of a context, just give us a few minutes of like when you first came to the 180 and kind of what, where you were at as it relates to beliefs and God and church and all that stuff. So I came to the 180 um, almost five years ago. Uh, if I'm, it was around Christmas time, mm -hmm. and uh, my in-laws had just changed churches and started attending the 180, and they had invited me and my wife to, to come out, and we came out to support them. But at that time, I was definitely an agnostic. Yeah. Uh, like so, one visit, I'll do one visit and I'm out. Well, I mean, I was there to support them, and I, you know, the, I was part of a new family, and and I wanted them to know that I understood this was important for them, and I wanted you know, to be there for them. But I definitely had no expectations whatsoever. I had been to the other church they were at and that hadn't connected with me and that wasn't necessarily something I was interested in reliving. So I thought it was going to be more of the same, to be, to sure. be quite honest. Yeah. Then you get to the warehouse. <laughs> and then we get to the warehouse and already that was kind of odd. So I'm like, okay, a church in a warehouse, that's different. And then there's like a little stage in a corner and there's like 30-ish people. And I'm like, oh, this is really different. And then I remember you got up on stage, Dom, and you said church is weird. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, you're allowed to say that here? Like, you know, yeah. like, so, and, and instantly, uh, I was kind of drawn in by, by the sermon. And, and I remember after the sermon, I kind of rushed the stage and I'm like, I got a lot of questions. Yeah. And after that, I just kept coming back. Mm -hmm. I just kept coming back every Sunday and, and just had more questions. And then throughout all of that, we had the chance to kind of develop a friendship and a relationship where, where we would unpack a lot of these things. And yeah. I was fortunate enough that you lent me a bunch of books and I was able to kind of just keep understanding what Christianity was truly all about, even yeah. though it was more of a theoretical exercise for me at that time. It was very yeah. much like, let me understand this belief system so that I can... Pass a quiz kind of, almost sometimes. Pass yeah. a quiz, but also like, Make sure I understand the tenets of it, but at the same time, like I didn't think that it would ever be possible that it would connect to me because I, I was coming from a Roman Catholic background, lapsed yeah. Roman Catholic background, and had never found God or connected with God there. So, so like that was kind of a settled matter for me. Yeah. Right? But, but at the same time, I I kept coming back and I had new questions, and those new questions would be answered, and then I come to another set of questions and. Yeah. And then you approached me about, hey, would you like to host a home group? Yeah, and I remember I like, that. What does that entail? Like, what does that entail? Like, I'm like, Dom's giving know? me homework. <laughs> no, but I, and and I know for me, the, the concern was more along the lines of like, you know exactly how I feel because we've had these discussions. You know where I'm at in my journey or where I'm not at, and like, are you sure I'm the right person to lead those kinds of discussions, knowing that 
most people that will be attending are, are certified Christian, for lack of a better word. You know, I, <laughs> I was I was very concerned about you know uh, being put in a position where where you know it would just lead to conflict or it would lead to. Um, but you're like, no, don't worry about it, bro. Like we have the questions. Like I was know. there with you. Yeah, we were going to yeah, work it out. We're gonna... you, you were there uh, as the facilitator. So so I spoke with my wife and we had just gotten our house and we had room and it just made sense i'm like why don't we try yeah and then from that so many more opportunities to serve arose and i yeah. just kind of stepped into it you know without thinking too yeah. much of like just one day at a time let's see where that leads us yeah and then throughout through those home groups led to my involvement with trill yeah um, so and then through that my involvement on the board of trill to becoming the president of the board of trill yeah yeah and and all these changes kind of were happening in my life and i was kind of the last one to take stock of why that was happening like you know like to me it was just oh no uh just came out of the blue that i'm all of a sudden interested in you know homeless people and kids in need in a way that i wasn't before and i was yeah. like and okay. I think, Nick, it's almost like for people who kind of have been with you and have seen you, there's like this path of, of you kind of exploring faith. You have questions about philosophy. You're well-read, you know. But at the same time, I think something more beautiful was also happening in a sense you got married. And now you're a dad, you know. And so there was kind of like your faith questions were intersecting like the real life questions, you know. And so maybe like do you remember like moments or was there a moment when, when Ruby was born, you know, and... Uh, Hey, Ruby, it's Pastor Dom. Uh, you know, when she kind of was born that you're like, okay, my questions about God and life and what's the purpose kind of took a turn. Was that part of it? Anything you would say about that? Yeah, I think before Ruby, all of this was very much, like I said, like more theoretical or more um, conceptual. Yeah. When Ruby was born, uh, I feel comfortable saying that I knew God was real then. Mm. You know, like in, in like the, to me, her her birth was a miracle. Like I have no other word. Just there's there's a, a magic there. Like there's there's something beautiful. There's a miracle. Like I mm. have no other word than there is a miracle. And and after that, it was like there has to be something more. Like it was just it just kept pushing me more forward mm -hmm. for sure because I I couldn't I couldn't accept a world where you know like this wasn't part of a. a a plan or, or some sort of deeper meaning and so and you know for you bro I think that that for people listening you know that often you hear stories of faith or stories of questions about God and you you think of people who have like these life-changing moments it's like you know I was in jail or I wasn't but I think one of the things I want to capture just a little bit in this video before we tell people why we made this video you know is is that it was a slow awareness of, of God was was it a sense of God saying he loved you or you new questions were emerging? How would you maybe explain that? Um, for me, it was definitely more of a slow burn, uh, yeah. you know, like for sure. Yeah. Like there wasn't that aha moment. There wasn't any sort of mystical experience or nothing along. Small, the way. Lots of small aha moments along the way, kind of. Yeah. And, and also just uh, maybe the best picture is is waiting in darkness and not waiting, but like waiting, like swimming, right? Like you're just. Oh. You're just like slowly kind of and like okay I'll, I'll just keep going i'll just keep going and then oh there's a bit of light here there's a bit of light there and that's a and great I just image it's a great image even though i didn't know where i was going i just knew i couldn't turn back mm. i think that's the best way i can kind of uh, exemplify it is 
I knew there was no going back, even though I didn't know where I was going or mm. if I even wanted to go forward. Yeah. You know, but yeah. I knew that like at a minimum, I would have to stay wherever I was at my journey because there was no going back to being an agnostic or thinking that, you know, I don't even know if God is real or not. Like those, there were things that I had kind of crossed that I couldn't go back on. And so faced with that, I just felt like going forward was just, yeah. you know, like the logical next step, even when I wasn't sure, even when I didn't know what it meant or, um, you know, like what the the payoff was going to be or like today, you know, Nick, we're, we're making this video because we're still in very much in COVID time and uh, in our discussions and in obviously the discernment together and me watching you grow, there was a sense where I gently have been obviously have been praying and have been with you in part of this journey is just sense that I knew that the time would come where Jesus would say, Nick, you know enough now to have to say yes. And to say yes in this next way is for you to be baptized. And so, uh, you know, we, we can't have the whole church full of people, but we wanted symbolically to, to create space for you to do that and for us to do this with you, to be part of this with you. So as you think about that, you know, you already used the language of water. I mean, water is this great image in scripture. Uh, what comes to mind? You know, what, what are you, scary, nervous? You know, I know we talked about like, am I going to be perfect after I come out of the water, all that stuff? You're not, trust me. Uh, you know, but anything you want to say about that? Um, yeah, there, there's definitely, uh, you know, some stress, some apprehension about the unknown or yeah. what this means. And and I know that, you know, I for a long while, I kind of held on to a very legalistic framework. So like, if I'm not good enough to get baptized, then I shouldn't because what, sure. what kind of message that's in? And there was no grace for myself in, in that. Like I was very- Even for like, yourself, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, wow. And then in my understanding of, of who God is and how he works definitely brought a lot more grace to the equation. And and I think it's been years that you're talking to me about baptism and I never felt like the timing was right for whatever reason. Something would always come up or just yeah. the timing wasn't there. And and I think that, you know, the opportunity we have now, you know, which is, is very odd, but is also kind of a unique opportunity as I will be the only person getting baptized, obviously yeah. because of the restrictions and all that. But I just felt like it was kind of a unique baptism to a story that I'm starting to accept as being unique as well. As we mentioned, like, you know, like my my path has been years in the making and has been filled with like all these, uh, these, these different things that have occurred or like uh, ways that I've stepped out and, and tried yeah. to, uh, you know, get more involved. But I just found that it was, the timing was right and it kind of, fit my story like yeah. the, like this this unique circumstance kind of fit my story at, at, at every step of the way and um so yeah so i'm 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 excited i'm you know apprehensive and i'm also just hopeful as well yeah you know it's it's it there's a there's a tension of emotions yeah which is very very normal i think every christian who's ever been baptized knows that and maybe for some of you you're watching and you've never been baptized yet and you're thinking, oh, I, this doesn't apply to me. I don't have all the Bible answers yet. I still have a lot of questions. Listen, our prayer is that Nick's story would be symbolic in a sense of, of the beautiful diversity of our of our stories, right? That sometimes you have to just take the time and create space. And you know, Nick, when I think about our friendship and you know your your even your involvement at the church now, I feel like uh, so many of the challenges of being a pastor, even being in a church in COVID time, are all worth it. You know, when I think about the, the ways that you've allowed me to kind of be in, in your life and you've shared some dumb things with me and I laughed, pretended like I cared. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, but I think of uh, I think of Dee 
uh, Deanna, your wife, and and Ruby, and I think of how special they they've been too. As these created spaces, you've worked through a lot of things. You know, she's seen you change and grow, and so uh, I feel so honored to be able to be part of this with you. And uh, and I and I hope that people, as you watch now, as we transition over to next baptism, that you would kind of sense that all Christians who follow Jesus from the beginning understood that at some point, with all of their questions with all of their doubts even that are there, Jesus was saying, it's time now for you. You know enough of how much I love you to take the next step now and to enter this new phase. And the biblical language is very profound. Nick, you, you know this already. You know, the sense that someone is moving from the realm of darkness, in a sense, from a place of thinking they didn't matter to the things of God into the realm of light. And just that feeling that you're not just waiting in the water in the dark, but that the, the light of God has been around you and in a sense, God's presence has been in the water all along, even when you maybe didn't see it. And so as you enter the water of the baptismal tank today, may you sense that, that others are with you. And uh, in a baptism in the context of our church, you know, we often tell people that you're not only getting baptized for yourself, you're also getting baptized for us mm -hmm. because you remind us of God's faithfulness and it reminds us of our own baptism and what we want God to keep doing in our lives. So, uh, you know, I just, I want to give you the last word. Nick, any last thoughts before we do this? No, uh, thank, thank you to everybody that's been along uh, on this journey with me. Thank you for everybody that made room for my questions and my, you know, aggressive pursuit of the truth at some times, <laughs> if I can phrase it in that sense. Yeah. And, uh, and it's always been, you know, love and grace with everybody that yeah. I've had the chance to interact at the 180. And it really gave me the image of what kind of Christian I would want to be. And uh, so I definitely, you know, want to thank everybody that's been involved uh, near and far with the 180 uh, uh, because it, you know, like th those actions really do make a difference. And, yeah. and I do hope that my story can help others kind of get to some of those conclusions themselves. And, and I do hope that if anybody, you know, would want to chat or anything yeah. along those lines, like I'm always available for that. And regardless of where you're at in your journey today, that's okay. Like, yeah. you know, like, and that's something that I had to learn in every step of the way that we need to trust God's timing. We need to yeah. trust, that, you know, by his spirit, he will find us if, when, and where applicable. Right. Yeah. And that's beautiful. I think that's hard sometimes um, as Christians to accept because we want to be so hands-on. We want to be co-creator. Yeah. We want to be helpful. But at the same time, most of the time, I would say it's just not up to us. Like we yeah. just got to trust and you know, take a step back and just let God do what God's going to do. Hey, Nick, that uh, you're preaching to me now. There were, <laughs> there were times, there were times where I wish I could rush the process and I'm like, oh, if I have a good, Nick's going to get it. And I knew that God was doing something more beautiful and more rooted. And he was planting you in a way that was so much more beautiful than what I even imagined. And so, uh, you know, so thanks for, for doing this, for taking this step. And for many of you watching, we hope as COVID restrictions, you know, loosen up, others will be baptized as well, who I know you've spoken to me about this, you want to be baptized. So let's just celebrate with Nick now as he uh, as he takes this uh, this step, you know. And so uh, love you, bro. Love you too. Let's do this. All right. Bye, everyone. Thanks for, thanks for watching.